I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode, creating new ways to work with you. This episode really builds on what we were talking about last week in episode 86, how can you thrive in this economy? Because being able to thrive in this and indeed any economy and to be able to have longevity in business means being agile, being able to be somewhat responsive to whatever is going on, whatever it is that you are experiencing, and being able to try and test new things and find out more about what it is that works for you in your business and with your clients. And I just want to say before we dive in that we did have the first workshop for my Unfreeze and Thrive series yesterday. It was amazing. If you would like to join me for the second part in the series around thriving, you can sign up now. The link is alignandattract.com slash unfreeze. And you'll be able to listen to the first uh, first workshop about unfreezing straight away or as soon as you're ready to. And that's going to help you to unhook from any patterns around unfreeze or fight or flight or fawn that you might be going into. So we're not talking about like if you're in acute fight, flight, we're not talking about dialing that down. In that case, the workshop is not suitable. But if you are feeling like you're in a bit of a washing machine feeling of dealing with uh, like the economy and trying to figure out the best way to move forwards in your business and to stay agile and to stay responsive and to be able to be really objective. If you're sort of struggling with that, I recommend the workshop. I really believe it can help you. All right. So let's dive into creating new ways to work with you. Number one, always go back to the problems that you know that you can help with. And this is especially important in a bit of a trickier economy, or if you are personally in your own business experiencing a bit of a contraction, we want to be really clear on the problems that we can solve, the solutions we help people create, what it is that we're doing for our clients that is really beneficial for them, making it about the clients. So in a more buoyant economy or in a more buoyant personal time in your business, you can totally create something that you want to create because you want to create it and because you think it's going to be amazing. And that's, that's perfect. But if you're in this more contracted feeling time, then I don't recommend that quite so much. You want to really keep it more targeted and focused on what it is that your clients are most going to benefit from. What's going to help them to create some kind of outcome or shift or even just shifting their feelings or learning something new, something that's going to help them to navigate or make an improvement to to see some kind of change. So you might like to start here by creating a list and really thinking about 
the problems that you know that you can help with and think about the language that you're seeing being used around these problems. What do your clients literally say to you about these problems? What do they share? What do you see them share on social media? Or if you're in Facebook groups and people are talking about this particular problem, what kind of language is it that they are using? Or it could be just out and about, like just with friends, or if you're talking with colleagues, like what kind of language are people using when they're talking about this particular problem? Because you want to kind of, you want to use that language when you're then creating this new offering. You could try using polls or asking questions on social media as well, really thinking carefully about what's the question I'm going to ask, what's going to feel really approachable and friendly. And ideally, it's great if you can get into a conversation with people about, you know, about something or about the potential issue, because then you can actually ask, Hey, I'm thinking about creating this workshop. Is that something that you'd be interested in? Like no pressure or no obligation. I'm just curious. And when you've got those lines of communication open, that can be a a great thing to do. And just having polls or questions can sometimes initiate those kinds of discussions from the client side. Number two, if you're thinking about creating a new way to work with you, think about what format makes the most sense. And you want to start with where you are, with where you are. So you might think, oh, I'd love to create an online workshop. You know, you might have seen, I've created, Kerry's created an online workshop. I want to do that. Perfect. Unless you do not have very many followers on social media and you don't really have much of a mailing list. In that case, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. In that case, you might like to try doing something in person and it could be at a local yoga center. You could team up with somebody and run a workshop with them. Perhaps you've got a friend who's got a complementary skill set and you could create a workshop around something together. You could do something out of a community center or a local library. In those instances, I have seen like at the local community center, I take my daughter to for a little sports program she does. They have, you know, uh, different workshops and things advertised in that space. So you can use that as a resource, like to, as an advertising resource. So you could run a workshop in person. And then, of course, you could potentially then offer like a discount or uh, some kind of special offer for participants to work with you in a different way if you wanted to. An online low-cost workshop is a great option if you do have a bit of a social media following and you do have some subscribers or you've got, you know, clients, you've got regular clients who you see, then you can have that audience to be promoting the workshop too. So think about what it is that you could offer that's pretty specific. Don't go too big. Don't go too broad. It might be really smart, especially if you haven't done it before, to keep that session to an hour or 75 minutes and just think about the outcome. Don't think about like how many things can I cram into this workshop to make it valuable. Think about what do I want people to get out of this and then what is the 
best way to help them to get there and the most efficient way to get there can be a really great way to think about that and what's going to feel compelling and useful to my clients like what's really going to be beneficial for them can be such a win-win is pretty low risk on your behalf sure you have to think a bit about the tech aspects first time around but you can always get a little bit of help with that um i've hired like the assistant i have i found on upwork which is a platform where you can hire people who will do work for you You can actually advertise a job or you can reach out to people who are um, working and like who have advertised themselves on there and you can see like their rating you can see how much it is that they charge. It's really variable how much people will charge. Like there are solutions. So don't let yourself get stuck at the tech side. You could probably get that problem solved pretty easily. Um, You might consider a different type of session. Like if you're working with clients, could you offer a shorter session, a more targeted session, a session with a different name that really speaks to a specific problem? Do those options make sense for you in your business? I know years ago when I worked in person, I did try this. I offered a 30-minute session, which was focused on like a, a chakra balance. And so it wasn't a full session and it was just that kind of that focus of the chakra balance. And it was just a nice option to add in. I think I've just must've been a little bit quieter at the time. It's just something new to talk about, something new to share on social media. You can offer it for a short time. You can offer a short, shorter number of sessions, like just considering like, how can I just shake things up a bit and offer something new that I can then be talking about and might attract different people into my business. We don't always want to think like lower cost though. That is not always the answer. Sometimes the answer might be actually to offer something that is more of an intensive. So rather than look, if you work with me for let's say eight sessions of, you know, to do X, Y, Z, or I'll create your website for you over this period of time, something that you can offer a client that can help them to get to an outcome in a shorter period of time through an intensive. Like, is there something you could do for a client if you work with them for a day, let's say a day is not eight hours, by the way, (laughs) that would fry most people. Like if there's an intensive, the advice that I've seen is it's really like a three, four, five hour experience with a break or breaks in there as well. But if you were going to deliver an outcome for a client, could that be something that could be quite compelling for someone to solve their problem quicker? I think this is probably most useful if it's something practical that you can do with or for the client. So have a think about that. Or it's like, if you're then helping the client to create a routine or a ritual or a system, like it's might just be a different way of working the way you normally work, but it's going to help that client to embed that or to integrate what they've learned from you or what they learned from you in that day into their lives and to 
really get it into their calendar. That's just an example. But so just think, is that an option that I could be offering that's actually going to create a different kind of solution? It's something I can charge more for actually, but from the client side, it might be a lot more valuable because I'm actually helping them to get it done, to complete it. So that's something to consider. If you work with a lot of clients, like quite a number of clients in a one-on-one capacity, but maybe that's dropped off, but you're still in connection with the clients that you have worked with, perhaps through your mailing list, and you're suspecting or you know from client feedback that they are tightening their belts, that they're spending less money, something like a membership could be an option for you. This is not a good option if you're not working with a lot of clients, I don't think, or if you don't have, you know, a decent social media or a decent mailing list, like you need to have one of those things at least in place to make a membership work because it is going to be something that is relatively low cost and it's a little bit of an ongoing commitment. So do your thinking about that, but it it just struck me as being something that could be really beneficial for those who do work with a lot of clients or have done or have the capacity to so that you can offer something where it's then people receive a certain number of like whether it's zoom calls with you or recordings of things or meditations or you know what it what could you actually create for a community or a group of people or a weekly live session or a fortnightly live session what is something that could have a lot of value but is not too time intensive for you but you would be really happy and excited about offering ongoing something to consider number three If you've got your problem or your several problems and you've come up with a format that really makes sense, number three, it can be really smart to then test the idea. Speak to clients, ask what they think, ask your subscribers. I have shared this before, but sometimes when I'm creating a new idea or a new uh, workshop or offering, I have asked my subscribers what do you think about this idea? Is this something that would interest you? Now, here's the thing. I don't do this all the time because the facts, fact is people do not always know what they need or what they want. I mean, when I say they don't know what they need, they don't know that your solution or your idea is going to meet their needs. So just to say, would you like this without any education, without any information, people aren't really giving you a necessarily an informed response because they don't know yet. Okay. And the other thing is people might say sometimes, yes, I like the sound of that. And then you go to create it. And if you don't do that full education piece and make it really compelling, they may not sign up anyway. And so it's, it can be a good way to get a bit of a sense check though. And a lot of times people who do say they're interested, like if you've got a relationship with them, yes, they will probably sign up then if it makes sense for them when they actually see the final offer. Uh, What else? Uh, Ask your subscribers, ask on socials as well. So you might share something about the problem and, and you can just say, I'm thinking about putting together a really low cost workshop on this what do you think? Or just, just experiment and just 
just try different ways of sharing about it. So you don't even have to say, I'm thinking about creating a workshop. You could talk in different ways about the problem and just see whether people are resonating with the way you're talking about it, if they are actually responding. And if they are, it can give you a clue. This has got some legs, like people are actually engaging in this. Number four, this is like once you've once you're in, once you've decided on the problem, you know, set the name, you've decided on the format, you've maybe done some testing if you decide to do that, and you're in preparation mode. I recommend you use information from your clients to prepare. The way I do that is this: I have started to use an intake form. I use a Google form when I run a workshop. I think this is also my teaching background because I really like to understand where people are at now and what they're really wanting to get out of the workshop that I am running. So I'll ask like three or four, maybe max five questions about what it is that they are experiencing. You can make these forms anonymous or you can just collect email and so that people can feel quite comfortable just to share what it is that they are experiencing. And that can give you a lot of valuable information. It can help you, of course, to understand where they're at, but then you can speak very directly to that. You know, it's not high level. It's actually like you knowing what they're experiencing, you knowing what you're, they're thinking because they've told you and you can use that language back within the workshop or within the experience that you're offering. And this can make sure that they are more likely to really feel seen and heard. They feel like it's personal, especially important. I think if people have been used to working with you one-on-one and they still feel like you are really attending to them, that you're paying attention to them and their needs, you can also, I think, more effectively help them to get to where they've told you they want to go. So that if you've asked them, why did you sign up for this or how would you feel if you X, Y, Z, they've told you that you can also be really clear about how this is going to help them and within your planning, make sure that that's where you're getting them to or helping them to get there as best as you can. The other thing that can be really beneficial when you do this is it can give you ideas for other offerings and you just can understand where your clients are at on a, a different level. People can feel more comfortable just writing something down or they can be in a more reflective space, less stressed than if you're directly asking them, you know, and they feel a bit on the spot. So, that can just be a really helpful thing to do. And it might give you ideas for other offerings or a greater understanding of what else is actually needed. So you can kind of continue to create momentum around that. Number five, if you're creating new ways to work with you, you want to bring your growth mindset. You don't want to make this about success failure. You do not want to have a bunch of pressure on yourself. You want to feel curious. If you're doing new things and you want to layer in pressure about how successful this needs to be, what kind of result people need to, you know, it needs to get as in, I obviously want your clients to get a result. What I mean is the result of how much money it makes you or 
how successful in inverted commas it is from that kind of perspective instead you just want to be really curious and really support yourself and understand that by doing something new that you haven't done before this is really supporting your own learning your own growth your own expansion and this is what can help you to really move into and to stay in a thrive mode, like to really see yourself as an action taker, as someone who takes risks, can try new things, who can do new things. And you can then build on that. If we are stuck in like a fixed kind of mindset of like, oh, I'm not good at that, or I'm not sure if that would work, or what if I only get one person, that would mean X, or it might feel like it's a waste of time. Like if we have that kind of level of thinking, it's harder to grow, it's harder to expand, we can stay in more of a freeze state of just waiting until we think the conditions are perfect. So if you're waiting, if you're thinking, but I don't know if it's going to work and therefore I don't do it, or I just think about it and then I get stuck, to me, that's a bit of freeze mode. And that's what like the unfreeze and thrive workshop could totally help you with that. I have noticed like, cause I identified for myself end of 2022, when I was doing the live round of Align and Attract, which is alignandattract.com slash course. Every time I run the program, which is like more than 10 times now, I have my own shifts. Like this work is powerful it is transformative. It is why I continue to teach it. I still get massive breakthroughs. And last time, my massive breakthrough was to see how I was still in survival mode. Now, I just had a really abundant quarter in my business. So I was not in literal survival mode at that time, but I was I just became aware that because my business had started in survival mode and just various, you know, plenty of different things that had happened along the way and the way my business even was structured, it just kind of kept me in this bit of a treadmill, a bit of this survival state. And I realized I wanted to break that. And one of the ways that I broke it was by really going deeper into understanding this freeze kind of reaction. I was realizing that I didn't take as many like inadverted commas risks as I could. Like I didn't just run as many new workshops or try new things as I could because I wanted to be sure that they would work. And so I did run things, but it was when I was pretty sure in myself and I had this real sense of certainty that will work then I'd do it, no problems. And it did, and it was fine. So it kind of like perpetuated that. It's like, and so I realized I wanted to shift out of that so I could actually just be more creative, more inspired, try things, and to be open to the fact that some things might succeed, some things might not, but I wouldn't know and I wouldn't improve unless I actually just did it. So the unfreezing process that we did in the first workshop, which was the day before this you know, episode is out, was all about helping you to unfreeze and unhook from fight, flight, freeze, fawn behaviors. So you can still join. It's alignandattract.com slash unfreeze. 
freeze. And if you are not taking the actions that you could be taking, if you're finding you do tend to freeze rather than just give things a go, experiment and take risks, this could be the work that really makes a difference for you and it's low cost. So you can hear it's like a perfect example of what I am describing. I actually created this workshop, not, I mean, I can see the need 100%. I was seeing in my clients and obviously I was helping them in a one-on-one capacity. I see people talking about it in the space. I'm not creating it because there's any kind of, um, you know, need in my own business. I'm creating it because I just think this is an opportunity and it's an opportunity for me to work with more people and to work with different people and to, you know, just work on something really targeted in in this way. And I just know it's an incredible opportunity for the clients who experience the work in this way, because it's low cost, really low cost compared to working with me one-on-one and you're going to get a really beautiful outcome. So when you're thinking about your offerings, that's the kind of energy that you want to have where it just feels like so win-win. This is a new opportunity for me and my business. This is a new opportunity for my clients. It just makes sense. It's a win for everyone. Thanks so much for being here and listening. This was episode 87 of the Align and Attract podcast. And that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 87. As I mentioned, you can still join the Unfreeze and Thrive workshop. It's at alignandattract.com slash unfreeze and if you feel like this episode could be beneficial for a friend or a colleague i'd love it if you could please send it to them thank you see you next time